hello everybody welcome back to episode 63 talk fame podcast with your host kylie martini and so excited to have on singer songwriter john wood thank you so much for coming on john hey what's up everybody so you are a singer songwriter what made you want to start doing that and being in this industry um I think just growing up listening to a lot of music made me want to do it, and I started writing songs just kind of for fun, because music was never really super prominent to me, and um, people just started pushing me to do it, and once I got on stage and started performing a little bit, I was like, this is what I want to do, it's super fun, so just took some time. Yeah, absolutely, so you recently came out with a song called Here, Here She Comes, what inspired you to write that song? Um... A lot of people ask me that, and honestly, my answer is not the best because it's not about anything pertaining to my life. I actually sat down and said to myself, I said to a couple people I was with, I said, I'm going to challenge myself to write something creative because I've been writing a lot about myself. But I wanted to kind of write something that was a story and didn't have to do with me. So I got, I tried to get as creative as I could, and I wrote a story, and that ended up being Here She Comes. And it was just the song we decided to release first. Oh, it's awesome. Like, how long did it, like, take you to write it? Like, was it kind of like a little quick, quick process? Or? I wrote it, yeah, in about an hour. I wrote it really quickly, came out super fast, and then immediately I was, t- I was talking to my producer about which song we're going to record first, and we ended up going with that one. And not that it was, per se, my best song or favorite song, but it was just the most fit for what I wanted to do with my first release. Oh, absolutely. So when you're writing a song, do you usually focus on the lyrics first or the music? I'm usually, that's a good question. Usually with me, it's always been music. I've always been more drawn in by the music, but it depends. Sometimes I have songs where I wrote lyrics and put music behind them. I have songs where I had a cool little chord progression and I just wrote some lyrics over it like Here She Comes. So it depends on the song, but for me, I'm big into the music side of it. I play multiple instruments and I really, I really love the instrumental side of things, but um, yeah, it depends on the song. Yeah, for sure. So you're not only a singer, but you're also a baseball player. I made you yeah. kind of want to get into that sport, basically. So I've been playing baseball um, for as long as I can remember. I played it all through preschool, kindergarten, up until still playing today. I got to go practice later. Um, and I was actually committed twice to play in college I was committed to play at Mount St. Mary's University and University of Tampa um, those both didn't pan out only because I wanted to go to college at Belmont in Nashville to do music so initially baseball was everything and that's why music was kind of on the back burner for me because I was I was a division one baseball player at one point and that was my focus but music ended up taking over and I'm glad it did and I'm glad I played baseball growing up and didn't focus too much on music because it, it gave me the structure and uh, I guess personality that I have now. Yeah, for sure. Like, have you kind of, like, once you basically started baseball as a kid, like, did you ever think that you would be still playing or you kind of thought it was like a little kind of hobby? Because my brother is a baseball player as well. And so uh, he's always played baseball since we basically were college and everything. Yeah. Um, I always thought, I always wanted to play for as long as I could. I wasn't very good growing up in middle school and stuff. Um, I was kind of an average player. It wasn't until I got to high school, I got a little bit bigger, and I really worked hard, and I kind of made it into a reality. I got a couple offers to play college, and then I, I committed twice um, to two different schools, one because the coaching staff left, so I had to leave, and then it was a bunch of bunch of nonsense, how, that's how recruiting goes, but um, 
I, I was for as long as like all of most of high school up until right before senior year, I was planning to play in college. And I, I didn't really know if I was going to go pro. I was I proved to myself that I could turn myself into a high level baseball player. So I didn't know what the future was going to hold, but it ended up being none of that at all. So it's kind of crazy how life works out like that. Yeah, no doubt. So do you have anyone that you look up to as a singer-songwriter? Yeah. What's that? Do you have anyone that you look up to as a singer-songwriter? Oh, absolutely. I looked up to uh, Ernest a lot. He just dropped a Flower Shops album, which was incredible. Mori um, Wan, I look up to him a lot. Just, I don't know, everything about the way, everything about his vocals, everything about his songs. John Party a lot. I really like John Party's stage presence and everything about his music and Cody Johnson, uh, all that stuff. And I also listen to a lot of like beach rock, like Ballyhoo, uh, Sublime, stuff like that. That also kind of has some uh, inspiration to my music. No, oh, that's amazing. So if you could really kind of collab with any singer-songwriter, who would it be? Kind of like similar to that last question. Uh, Ernest, Ernest for sure. Uh, if me and Ernest were in the studio together working on something, I know it'd be First of all, I know he'd make something awesome because anything he does is just great. And it's the most fun I'd ever have doing anything ever because he's just the coolest dude in the world. So definitely yeah. Ernest. He's, yeah. he's the man. Yeah. No, so, no. yeah. So since quarantine started kind of back in 2020, how much do you think has changed in terms of songwriting since the, pan the pandemic started in Europe? Um, my songwriting, it didn't have any effect on just because I didn't write and write songs back then, which was kind of crazy to think but I think songwriting as a whole it's made it a lot more collaborative um I think it definitely put I've had I've had writing calls over zoom which I don't think really probably existed I don't think zoom existed really much before COVID yeah. um which has made it a lot more interactive I see a lot more a lot more public songwriting a lot more like someone's really John Party's releasing a single and his songwriter is getting more credit than they would have gotten before and I think for some reason, I don't know if it has to do with COVID or not, but songwriters have been getting a lot more credit than they deserve, which I think is awesome because being a songwriter is such an underappreciated uh, thing to be. But, I mean, they're behind everything and they're the one making money, so. Yeah, like, this, like if it wasn't for, like, COVID and the pandemic, and probably singer-songwriters wouldn't be given as much credit as they do now because, like, and, like, in terms of money, like, they only get, like, money depending on the depending on the streaming of the song. So they don't yeah. get as much kind of money as they did now. But then yeah. at the end of the day, like it's just like something that needs to kind of change a little bit in terms of the pandemic. But like how much do you think like in terms of songwriting has basically kind of shifted over? Like do you think anyone has kind of shifted into some new songwriting like more seriously? Or do you think if they kind of took it less seriously, just kind of that oh I don't want to do this anymore. It's good. Well, I'm sure it definitely gave people a lot of time to find what they wanted to do because, um, for example, Morgan Wan was going to release an album and it wasn't going to be the double album like he had it. But COVID quarantine gave him so much time to write, gave Ernest so much time. Ernest wrote 11 tracks on that album. Um, so it gave a, a, a lot of people a lot of time to figure out what they were good at, I guess. A lot of time to write, a lot of time for trial and error, a lot of time to kind of fall into that place that they fall into. So I think it definitely brought out songwriting and just overall collaboration. So I think it definitely was a good thing in some ways.
Mm -hmm. for, for sure. So the final question for the interview is, uh, what is some advice for you, younger generation to like become like a singer songwriter one day? Um, it's a good one. Um, uh, stay true to yourself. Stay true to your roots. Uh, a lot of times, people will get in, sucked into a genre like myself when I first started off doing this. Um, I made I, a lot of my writing. I tried to stick traditionally to country. But like that's not that's not true to me. I didn't grow up. I'm not I'm not from a dirt road. I don't, I'm not from there. I live I live in a beach town. The, the ocean is five minutes to my right. So um, I think just making sure you stay true to what you are and don't try to be like anybody else because that's if you try to be like someone, they're already someone. So you're not being yourself. You gotta be yourself if you want to stick out and be unique because everyone's unique in their own way. So stay true to that and. Don't be afraid to go for it. Don't be afraid to get on stage um, because no one's judging you as much as you think they are. That was one thing with me. Yeah, I, very... no I couldn't agree more. So I just want to thank you so much for coming on a podcast and taking some time out you to come on. It means so much. It was such a blast to talk to you. And we'll definitely speak soon for sure. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Of course. Talk to you soon. I'll talk to you.